now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. First thoughts of the morning, for real, for real, y'all, I'm telling you, for real, I'm like, uh, I got to get started in this day, and I'm sitting here, I already did the one thing we said we are going to do, and make up the bed. It's all right to lay back on it, it's all right to sit on it, it's all right to get back in it, but get up, make it up, straighten it up, and I'm going to tell you why I did, because my blanket, you know, my favorite 90 by 90, it was balled up. Which tells me, you know, you know how I, I gauge whether or not I slept rough. I slept rough. I slept rough. Oh my God, it was, it was destroying me all night long. It was a war going on up in here, only because I was just tired. I was just tired, not not because of anything else. But then I woke up, and I mean, I'm literally like ten minutes into awakening. Literally, like ten, well, eleven minutes now, because one of those minutes has been uh, pushing this button. And uh, the thing I want to talk about before it slips my mind is too generous. Sometimes we're just too generous. And I don't want to say it like being mad, you know, because I got the frog in my throat, unscripted. But um, I, you know, first thing, grab my phone, notifications, hit those, hit this timeline, hit that channel, da 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 And I'm like, okay, wait a minute, let me stop. Because the first thing Twitter wants to show me is a tweet that, Somebody did an amazing, amazing accomplishment yesterday. In fact, it was the host of the BET Awards. And Twitter wants to tell me, oh, people over there liking this post. And, and the person, it starts off, say what you will. But, and I'm like, why? Why? But that's what they do. They, that's, that's, that's where their money is right now. Let me feed off the negativity, respond to the negativity, because that's how they get their next gig, right? That's how they get their next gig, Okay. So I'm like, "Mm -mm, that's not me. So I'm like, and I responded. I was like, how about just thank the people who loved it, who were pleased and stuff. Go for the please, not the displease. And before I got to the too generous thing, because I had to tell myself, you girl, you too generous. Because I was echoing something. I've always said, don't let them tell you something twice. Don't let them diss you twice. Don't let people diss you twice. Don't let people tell you they don't love you twice. Don't let people do, don't let people do anything twice unless they thanking you for the right reason, right? And I had to tell myself because my first thoughts of the morning was, um, after, I think before that, just going through a couple of things, you know, oh, what do I need to do today? Um, who do I need to engage with today? you know, I need to follow up with, cause you know, you had the shutdown thing of yesterday, like, okay, end of day, you know, and a couple of things might've been left over. And I was recalling some of the videos that I watched yesterday and I'm like, and I remember having to not watch a couple of them. Like, no, you can't, you can't be, you can't. And so I told myself this morning, don't let them dish you twice. That's the thing. Don't let them dish you twice. I'm at, I've, I've lived long enough. I'm at that age. I am at that, y'all, I am at that age. Like, no, you're not going to diss me twice. And I keep having to tell myself and I'm keep having to be mindful and respectful to myself and say, listen, you got your own. You got your own. And, uh, and I'm, and there's, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of advice, a lot of wisdom echoing to me right now because 
you know, we're at that point of cycling back through thinking about, hey, you used to do this or it's time to do that again or this, that, and the other. You know, you've got this kind of resources. You've got this knowledge. You should do this. You should do that. And I just try to make sure that I'm that echoing voice. And I try to make sure that the voice that I tell myself is more pleasing. You know, don't, I'm, I certainly don't want to diss myself twice because I haven't lived this long and not been the worst voice I've ever heard. Because we are, right? I haven't lived this long and not stopped myself from progressing. I haven't lived this long and not told myself or devalued something about myself. And it wasn't that, you know, I was like real hard on myself because, I mean, look at the life I've had. I hadn't been that hard on myself. But there have been times when I thought, well, maybe not that circle or maybe not this event or maybe not, you know, you're not at that level. We have that because, you know, especially when you're doing things that nobody else around you is doing, you're coming out of a circle, you know, and I wasn't one, I wasn't like always trying to fit in. There's sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, girl, what are you doing? Don't let them dish you twice. You know, sometimes that happens. I'm telling you, it happens. It happens. And then you have those who do whisper that whisper that wisdom wisdom is is oftentimes whispered i i I wonder about that because you know keep in mind i've I've covered i've interviewed a lot of people i've covered a lot of events and the wrong in life is oftentimes loud it's like i get on my daughter all the time i said don't be loud and wrong you know it's a good feeling when you think you got one up on a person or when you think you are exuding something you 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 get you add a couple of decibels to it you get a little animated cuz you 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 excited it's an excitement and excitement is something that's hard to control you know you think you feel like oh i can contribute something to this but then sometimes you're just wrong and then animated with it and then loud with it and then you've got to be proven especially around the scorpio Okay, even in Aquarius, you know, I'm just talking about the makeup of our home. Um, and then you find yourself loud and wrong. And they've been like, like the president, he's not just wrong, he's loud and wrong. And it's funny with people who are, who are wrong when they double down on it. You ever notice that? Well, I mean, I, y'all gotta understand, I have, to, I monitor behavior. That's what I do as a storyteller. I monitor the behavior because it is the behaviors, the thing that you constantly do, or the things that you that you do animatedly, the things that you do that's so vocal. It's that thing that draws in the attention and becomes the story. So those are some things that, because of what I have done in my past. I'm able to recognize these things very quickly, especially within myself, because I have seen it a lot. I've lived long enough. And I've seen a lot. And not only have I seen a lot, I've seen the results of a lot. I've seen the outcomes of a lot. I mean, a lot. So when I begin to exhibit some of those things, it's like, oh, you know, I tell me, you know, that didn't end well when you that done, that it, there's some things out there, y'all, and I'm telling you, things that feel good, things that are great to explore, things that are great moments, but they don't end well, you know. And there's some things that I've opted out of because they don't end well. I don't want to even get into the point where I got like there's a cliff ahead. You're going over whether it be a waterfall, how you gonna land, and I, I'm like, I don't even want to be in that current, right? So it makes, it makes those who are looking in, 
and people are always looking in, it makes them question why you don't even want to get in the water. Because there's a current in that water, in that street. I don't want to do that stream. There is a current up ahead, okay, that will snatch you and crash you. I'm just saying. And many have written to tell about it. Many have made videos to tell about it. Many have come back all broken up. And and they and they and they go back and what they do is they try to put a couple of warnings. Okay, only only go this far with it, only go at this speed with it. That we live in that life, y'all. All of these different warnings that we have is because somebody else went that path and didn't have that warning. Don't let them dish you twice. Don't be too generous. It's okay to be generous. It's okay to be kind. It's okay to be to be blind. It's okay to be unconditional. Unconditional is great. I don't know unconditional. I've lived this long and I, there's been a conditional everything that I have ever known. Every relationship, everything. This whole loving unconditional. I wish, I wish, I'm going to tell you, I wish a motherfucker would. You going to get, you going to, you talk about crash and burn. Yeah, I, I never have discussions about anything unconditional, even with my children. And that's the most unconditional thing because your children, it's like you can't do nothing but love them mugs forever. It is something that just, it's an uncontrollable. Now, uncontrollable is, loving uncontrollable might be a thing, but unconditional, I don't know who, I don't know who put that into the universe. Where are they now? What? Talk about coming back all broken up. <laughs> People who love unconditional. They, let me take a sip, y'all. People who love unconditional. Those are the ones that work. Those are the reasons we have all kind of labels <laughs> right now, right? Everything's just unconditional. Everything with you is unconditional, you know? And they get, they, what, what do we say? Crash? I didn't say crash and burn. What did I say? I wanted to smash and crash, um, but no, it was another one. I forget. I have to go back and rewind. Ten minutes into this, I've said a lot. All right, but don't let them di don't let them dish you twice. Don't be too generous that they dish you twice. Don't be too generous that they dish you twice. Forget that uncondition.al Now, uncontrollable is a thing. Uncontrollable meaning you ain't experienced enough that you need to be warned. You ain't experienced enough that it hurts enough, right? You ain't experienced enough that you, that you move a little, you slow down, you take your foot off the gas. You know, I got, I got millennial kids. I got, I got kids of, of different generations. I got the oldest one between the oldest and the youngest is about 10 years. So that's about two generations, right? And then, so the two youngest, you know, they, man, when they're driving, it's like, they going, it's like, y'all, who we mad at? Right, I just want to get to the store. And I remember my, my mother trying to drive my my mother. She was like, "Oh my God, you're just going too fast." I, I, who knew? And now I'm that person. Like I just be in my phone. I we gonna get there in two seconds. I know it. But Lord, if I could just get them, just take your foot off the gas. Who are we mad at? Everything is with so much energy, and I don't say anger because it feels like anger, but it's just energy, right? The one they got that much energy. I don't have the, I don't have that much energy, and I, I'm not in that much of a hurry. I don't have a thousand things to do. I'm excited about having one thing to do. I was sitting on the couch just yesterday. And I'm like, man, this is really it. It's like everything's like done, and it's probably not. But 
I'm not, I'm no longer uncontrollable. I'm conditional. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. And you know, like, again, like I said, I don't know that any part of my life has ever been unconditional. You know, I don't know. Everything, everything had conditions on it. And I think that's why, I think that's what survival is. You've got to have some conditions. I don't know that anybody can walk up to me and talk about doing something unconditional. No, 12 minutes into this, we're con it's conditional. You might have listened for 12 minutes. That was probably uncontrollable, right? And I guarantee you, there's a whole bunch of conditions on this. One, for me to finish the story, get to the point, you know. I'm just saying, don't and don't diss me twice with it, right? Go ahead, click away, go listen to something else. Don't hang on because you don't like it, and I know that's the thing, right? I appreciate the views, the listenerships, and all that kind of stuff, but don't diss, don't diss twice, don't diss yourself twice, don't don't be too generous and allow that to happen to you twice. Oh, what I talked about, don't get in that stream that's got that current that's gonna crash you, going over that cliff. You know, and you don't have on any of those, um, what are those? You're not tethered to bungee cords or anything like that. I, my, my son, I was talking to my son. And I just happened to ask him, you, you've been skydiving again? Yeah, ma. Boy, why? He jumping out of his dad going to play. Of course, he's in the Air Force, but I mean, I'm just saying. Like, like, I can understand with the job, but like, just recreationally, you just get suited up, go up in this plane, and just jump out of it. Recreationally, you know, I did the I did the little thing where you go over to the little place and fall off into the air and it shoots you up. You know, I did that. It's fun, and I'm probably gonna do it again. I'm, I'm gonna drop a little weight before I do it again. And I did have fun. It, I was terrified the first time. They take you in there. The interesting thing about it is, they take you in twice. The first time is to kind of help you get acclimated to it, you know, and it's kind of rough, you know, you, you end up the first time you go, you, you get a little sore because I mean, they got to try to navigate you through your fears against all of this resistance, you know, and then they take you out and let you go sit down for a minute. Like, what the hell did I just do? You know, and then you don't realize it. Then they say, come on, you go back in. Right. And in that, in that moment, you either say, hell no. Or you give in to, I was, uh, let me tell you, I was so afraid. And I even, I, I literally said, no, I'm not going to do it, not going to do it. I had, went over um, with, a, with a, a corporate visit with a friend. I was her plus one. And she said, come on, go. And I, I'm just like, hey, look, I'll go. I'll film you. I'll vlog you. I'll vlog about this whole daggone thing. And then she's like, no, you know, you got to try it. Well, here's what happened. They recognized me. Um. And I'll tell you about that at the end. But anyway, I'm like, this guy's like looking at me and I'm like, he's like walking around. He, I could tell he developed the sense of urgency that I was there. And uh, even though I wasn't, wasn't there in that capacity, but you know me, if I'm, I'm going to share an experience, I'm here, I am, I'm sharing it now. So good thing he did recognize me. So I got suited up. You know, you have to go sit first. Before you go in, you go sit in a little class. You know, they tell you, hey, here's some couple of signs because you can't hear each other in this thing because you know, thousand miles per hour wind. Um, and so he said, they take you through, okay, you give you a couple of signals, you know, and show you how you need to relax yourself and so that they can handle you and take you through the drill of, of, of flying because you're flying. And uh, so then you get suited up 
and you you line up, you go into the into the vessel there, the apparatus, and you're all just kind of sitting there as if you're like sitting on a plane, and they take one person in, and you really don't get a sense. You get to see them befuddled, you know, like going through the motions, and then your time comes, and you're scared to death. Um, some people aren't. Some people like can't wait. They got all this energy. I'm like, you know, you we get ready to put our lives in this in this handler's hands. <laughs> You know, and in 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 my in my at, to my fault, I didn't listen to all the signals. I'm like, cause I'm thinking at some point I'm gonna chicken out, I ain't going in this thing. So I didn't pay total attention to all of it. And then I'm in content mode, like trying to experience everybody else, to witness everybody else. And I'm like, okay. So when I go in, you know, there's there's a couple things I I didn't pay attention to, like how to come out, how to get out. Didn't pay attention to that part. Didn't pay. I did. So I'm the one person that um, didn't follow the rules on or or, or jeopardize. I jeopardized, you know, the the situation because I didn't pay attention to how to get out. You know, how do you end the the thing? How to get out of the wind and get out of the tunnel thing? Uh, some, but I'm okay. Let me tell you. So after you go in the first time. After you go through the first part, where they they really just kind of let you they hold you right there, kind of in place, and let you experience the wind. They give you a little bit of a seesaw movement, you know, and this, that, and the other. That person doesn't necessarily they know how to stay. They they don't come off the ground. They kind of turn you around, and you think that's it. I did that, and then you go sit back down. But then you realize, wait, we we still moving down one by one. What's going on? Because again, you know, I didn't pay total attention. I didn't hear this part. Oh, you go back in. And in that moment, you like, well, that scared the living crap out of me. I don't think I want to do it again. And that was my thing. I don't, I'm, I'm good. And they were like, no, if you don't, you'll always have that fear and you'll, it'll, it could turn into regret. That fumble thing. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, go, go back in there. And I'm thinking in that moment, now, mind you, 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 it's, it's not that you don't know because you see the person in front of you, but I can't remember where I was in line. And I'm like, oh, you want us to... So now I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay attention this time. And it's different. It's not the same as the first time. I'm like, wait, where they going? Oh, Lord, they doing the Willy Wonka. They going up to the top to the fan. Up there, like, dude, like literally in the Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when they were touching the sides and spinning all around and all. Oh, we finna do that. And I'm thinking, you know, I got a little weight on me. I know it. That's a kid. That no dog gonna wear. They're not ready to try to take me up in there. So I'm like, I know he gonna stay low. So I go back in because I'm like, if I don't, I know I don't like FOMO. I fear missing out. I don't like it and I don't like regrets. I'm like, go back in. He'll realize some things I can't do. We can't do. You know, it's a lot, right? Even though in that air, you're kind of weightless. I go back in. We get to spinning. We get to. I, he comes off the ground. When he comes off the ground, I'm already I'm already off the ground because you basically fall into the air and they hold you, and then they stand in position where the wind is. They know how to you know go against the wind. Okay, but then he gets in the same position I'm in, and we go up, up, up and away. We come down. We go up. We spin around and all this kind of thing. And then and, and and you're trying to like focus and see what's going on. It's like no, you just go ahead and give into it. And when I tell y'all, it's the best thing. <laughs> it's the best thing to have a box check. If you're if you're checking boxes through this life, that's good. Um, would I come out of? Would I go of uh, 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 another further? 
come out of a plane? I probably would. It's the getting up there that's going to be a difficult thing. It's the opening up and looking out, you know, that's going to be a thing. Uh, tied to somebody, that's going to be a thing. You know, I, I probably would do well if you push me out and held on to me, but tied to a person, I don't know. It's, it's not something that's not on the list. It's not something that's not on this, but I'm still trying to get my behind in a kayak. I still have not found the perfect stream to get in a kayak, but you know what? I'm going to. My birthday is coming up October. I don't even want to tie to that. I don't want that condition on there, right? Uncontrollable. I want to be uncontrollable in this thing. I'm like, I don't know. Um, but I still want to do it because I still, I love the sound of water. I love the motion of the, not ocean, because I ain't trying to get out in the ocean. I love the motion of it. And I have a good friend in the neighborhood. And we have a good, we have great kayaking in the neighborhood. And I remember, I remember, well, I live in Atlanta. And uh, we've always had lake life. Uh, you know, lake life is a thing, even though we are landlocked, as many like to say. We don't have a waterfront. We don't have, you know, we have a few man-made beaches on the lakes and, and different things like that. So we've always been in the water. We are a water family. Everybody loves the water because we live in the South. And, and I looked that up, like, why are we such a water family? It's because we were the first generation. I was. Um, the first generation uh, after the water in the water wars when the when we won the water wars uh, as about as as in Black Lives Matter give up some of the damn water stop being upset that we do the water so there's a thing uh, and for those of you listen listening didn't tell by the southern dot the black dialect um, I'm black okay in fact I'm blackly black 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 but not even but and and um, we enjoyed lake life and in the South and pretty much throughout the U S there's this thing where black people who enjoy out, outer doors, we don't necessarily do it in public. Now I did it in public cause I was raising my kids and where I lived, there was, there was an enormous lake life and we go into this lake and there were many a times we were the only black people there. Um, that I knew of, you know, and I didn't, I didn't go there to associate or with anybody else and think I'm going to enjoy this water with my family. And my kids didn't think no, never cause kids don't. Okay. And the other kids, they didn't, they didn't have a problem. They played with the kids or whatever, you know, but you know how they say they cool with one family, right? It's when everybody else roll up, things get a little tense. And, uh, and you know, you know that. Okay. You know, it now if you didn't 22 into this, um, and so I went I, and I, I didn't realize, I, I've always realized it was that deep because we are also a, his, a family of his history of knowing our history. But I remember going to a book festival and the man I wish, and I would, we would be so deep in book festival now, if not for, if not for a quarantine and COVID. Uh, I remember going to a book festival and there was an artist who talked about rec, black life and recreation, black life and outer doors. I didn't realize, uh, I mean, like really realize that these things were continuing. A lot of stuff we thought was history. We didn't realize that there were people still trying to carry this stuff on and into the future. Um, keeping black people from enjoying hell, the land that, that white folks stole. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about Native American land. And because all of that stuff, the greater outdoors, it's like, Traditionally, you're going out there to experience 
um, a pioneer life. It ain't even a pioneer life. It's a Native American life that the pioneers stole. Okay. So, and, and that's just how, that's going to have to hit you however it's going to have to hit you because you're just not the originators of it. And I'm, and I don't mean to get off into narrating this thing as if I expect, I'm, listen, if you're lit, not, let me, I'm trying, I'm sorry. I had a Tony Morrison lesson yesterday and I'm trying to make sure that I don't let people dish you twice. Don't diss me twice. Um, but to us, there is still a war trying to get us not to enjoy certain freedoms and the freedom of enjoying outdoors is part of that. Okay. Uh, I don't want to ever have to get to a point where I'm trying to explain to some people that just ain't in my audience. So if, as a narrator of this, don't let me get there. Okay. Please don't let me get there. And I'm mindful of it now because like I said, I had a Toni Morrison lesson yesterday and I watched this, uh, PBS, oh Lord, I re-downloaded, I don't know where it went, but I got it back. The PBS app back, oh, you know what? I think my TV did reset, my fire stick or whatever. Um, and cause I think my daughter switched it from, we switched it from one account to the other. So my apps were not there. And, uh, let me tell you, download the PBS app. If you follow me, you want that PBS app cause I exude public information. Um, so I watched their, their episode, American Masters of on Toni Morrison. Uh, and I don't know if it was new, but I saw the Facebook ads were rolling strong and it caught my attention and I watched it and it is absolutely awesome. Amazing. I think I'm going to put it back on because in, in the, they, they, they have a lot of Sonia Sanchez, Sonia Sanchez, um, and a few others. And man, it's, it's everything to a black woman. And everything to anybody trying to appropriate a black woman. Okay. It's everything. And, uh, after that, I started watching, um, the one recorder where Madison, um, I'm trying to think of her name. I got to go back and finish watching that because I was distracted by the events of the afternoon of the evening dinner. Um, and, and some other things going on online because the award, oh, I did, I paused it. I was I don't remember getting to the end of it. I paused it because the award show came on. It was late, late in the evening, late in, late, not evening, I guess late evening, uh, when I started watching it. And this, that's the story of the woman who recorded television for like 30 years. She was a, started out a producer and she's like, wait a minute, you know, this, these mofos up in here doing some crazy stuff, trying to program people. And, uh, so she recorded television for like 30 years to point out the media bias. And I'm like, damn, nobody told, see, this is the thing. People let you go all your life thinking you weird and you odd, dissing you all day. And I'm like, man, I wish somebody had told me I was just another Madison. You know, I'm, I'm so concerned about media bias and it's like, and, but the thing about it is people don't want you to know. They don't want you to find your tribe, right? Like, you're not going to tell me I'm part, like I, I'm part, I know I'm part Ida B. Wells. That's why I blog. But then you're gonna, not going to tell me I'm part Ida, Tony, Madison, you know, because I've gone all of my life trying to feel, figure this out because nobody told me that my mother was part Ida, you know, because then here's what we do parents. We try to protect these kids. You are here trying to fix the world and that's a painful thing. So you don't, want to pass all that on but yet i'm going through life and people keep saying man you're just like your mom you're just like your mom well hell i didn't know no clue 
You know, because what do we do as our parents' children? We go through life trying not to be our parents because we think they're weird as hell. Because they, some, some of us have parents that go against the grain. You know, they do things a little bit different. And mine was exactly that. So the Ida thing, it's like, oh, you know, it's not that I'm doing this Ida. I'm doing this because it's in my DNA. It went on to my mom. It came on to me and the other women. And so when I'm watching, and then I'm, tell, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people, honey. I can I have not read a Toni Morrison. I have not gotten past the first chapter of a Toni Morrison book. I don't even, I, in fact, it's not, I didn't even bring them. Cause I was like, you ain't gonna never read that book. You can't get past. I could, I have, I have never gotten past the first paragraph. One, because it, it, here's the reason why Toni Morrison said in, in this documentary, I give it all to you in the first, in the first page. It's like the whole plot. I give it all to you right then and there. You decide if you want to read on. And it, it, she does. And you like reading. You're like, what the hell? Damn. You're like, wait. And you have to. And she does. She gives it all to you. And you I would always have to stop. Re- wait, let me read that again. Wait, let me read it. That's how I, I am reading Tony Morrison. Wait, let me read that again. Wait, what? It's just a lot. You should probably read it from, you should probably read Toni Morrison backwards. You should probably read, don't try to, I don't think we should try to read Toni Morrison from beginning to end. I think we should, it's one of those things, I think you should just kind of pick it. I don't know, somebody tell me, 29 into this, we got to get ready to get out of here. I don't know how to read Toni Morrison. Even Toni Morrison acknowledged, even Sonia Sanchez. Sonia Sanchez freed me yesterday, she says, it's something you read a little bit and you come back in 15 years because you need to have a whole lot of life in between so that it'll resonate because of the story that she's telling because you you can't relate to it and you got to be able to relate to this stuff that's in these books of hers. That's why, you know, like Beloved, like I didn't fully get Beloved until I watched this documentary yesterday and hearing all that she was trying to put up in there because I didn't read it. I had it, tried to read it. And then when the movie came out, I was like, oh, good shortcut. And then nobody really liked the movie. Beloved ain't even one of those things you watch it again and again. But now I want to watch it because now I really understand it. Because, yeah, when it was all right there in the beginning, you're like, whoa. Then it gives you, okay, now here's how we got there. And it's like, wait a minute. Okay, now I know how to read it. And uh, I might have to go back. I do want to get the one Sula. Uh, there's a little bit more explanation. Now that I have a little bit more explanation on how she wrote her books and her stories and who she was, now I want to go back. And uh, because, man, there were some things that she said. She was dropping so much in there that I I truly begin to understand it. And I went to Patty Betty and it's like, well, I just found out something about myself. Because that's what this thing is about. Don't be so generous that you're out there and everything is about everybody else. When I watched it, I wasn't trying to get in a PBS click. I wasn't trying to get in a Tony click. I found out something about myself. When I watched Recorder about the story of Madison, I wasn't trying to get in the Madison click or the PBS click. I was trying to find out something about myself. And both of those things delivered something. And I was so excited about it. And I went to my daughter and I tried to tell my daughter, you know, because I guarantee they're looking at me like, trying to figure out mom and I don't want them to figure out mom way late in life. And I said to my daughter, wow, this journey that I've been on, 
the reason I'm the I'm a different mom than the moms you know and the you know that you know y'all might might have wanted mom to us to go and do this and us to go and do that but the difference was I had this and it wasn't even a I had this mission I had this mission you know and I just found out and I just and I, I had to let my daughter know that I just found out something, an answer that I needed. Cause I guarantee if I needed the answer, they needed the answer. And I know my, they've been looking at my weirdness. Like, man, this is a different mom. This is a different mom. And I was telling her, I was talking to her about, you know, why I was that mom that had to be at the school bus when no other moms was at the bus stop, right? Invading privacy. Why I had to be that mom at the bus stop invading privacy. Yeah. I, when all the other moms were off at work. Yeah. I was supposed to be off at work too, but I told the job, listen, I need that extra hour. You know, I understand people rolling up in here at seven o'clock, but the school bus don't come to eight. I'm just saying it's important to me. I can't function in a day not knowing about mine. I can't function. And and they were like, okay, well, if you come at nine, how late can you stay? Hell, I, I got, I got childcare in the evening. I can stay all goddamn night. I'm just saying. I can't leave my babies. And when I was telling my daughter that, it's like, whoa, something clicked. Cause I was that mom at the bus stop invading all the privacy and keeping down. Their bus stop was the one, all that crazy stuff wasn't happening at that bus stop. You know, kids coming out of the house without coats. You know, can't get back in the house. It's cold out here. You need on a coat. coat go to my coat. Had a coat closet. You got to wear a coat. Just bring it back when you get on. You know, you out here, it's 30 degrees this morning. Right? Parent, parent been gone two hours. But that's all right because I got them. It wasn't, I wasn't there at the bus stop being the mom at the bus stop shading everybody else. As they were pulling out, I got you. Which one's yours? I got y'all. Letting them know. See, it's not enough. See, somebody else would have just stopped it. I'm at the bus stop and mad at everybody else. No, because I understand we all can't do it. I got you. And I said to the other parents, I got us. I got us. I'm going to make sure the right bus driver is coming because you putting your kids in the hands of people. You ain't never see some of the bus drivers. And we, we they let me know. I, they don't know who these kids belong to. From from kindergarten, there were there are teachers I've heard said to me that from kindergarten to twelfth grade, never see, don't know who the kids belong to, and that's the larger majority of, of what goes on in our society. But, and I would say to them, well, you got to understand, that's that's our world. People are beholden to trying to survive, and that's part of survival, and that's why they're rushing these schools back open because our economy, ain't, our economy ain't working without it. Somebody got to watch the kids, and there there were times when I had to go before the bus stop, and I was like, well, you know what? Let me make sure somebody's there. Mom, Dad, can you help me out? Because here's what happens to children that don't have supervision. And I know you don't want that for your grandkids. And so we built a village. And what was extended to me, I extended to others. Conditionally, mind you. It wasn't unconditionally. It certainly wasn't uncontrollably. I'm not going to, you're going to diss me twice. And you certainly ain't going to take advantage of the situation. But if you find yourself, and we're over, we're over, guys. But y'all to catch this on the re catch this, come back, stop, do what you got to do, come back. 
it's nice to be able to say you got a priority. It's nice to be able to say you're fine. It's nice to be able to say you got yours and how you got yours. My fault, I was so generous along the way that I have to now tell myself, don't be too generous. Because resources are tight at this moment. Opportunities are slim at this moment. And uh, one of the things that I can say over life is I've been generous. I've been too generous in that moment. I didn't just look after mine at the bus stop. I didn't just put coats on mine, on, on coat and bring, make mine come back in. It's like, it's cold out there. Here, take this one over there. Mom, we don't even like them. I understand, but you don't want them to freeze. I understand. But guess what? Guess what's gonna guess what's gonna happen? And they'll go to my mama say, You gotta come get a coat. You know, but we don't like you like that. I understand, but you're gonna put this coat on and bring it back. And some of those kids that we don't even like them like that, those are the ones they're hanging out with for dear life right now. Because one of them was one of them was a little bu- a little bully, but one of the reasons was it's like you stop you try standing out in thirty degree and everybody else has got on coats and, and you going to school not to even get an education but because you need what school's going to offer because you're not getting it at home. And I don't say that as an assumption about that young man. I say that as as proof because that young man, as an adult, came to me and said. He remembered those days. He remembered, and I didn't even remember him. He, and he said, you don't remember me, but I grew up with your kids. He said, you were that mom. He said, y'all were all, he said, you were always at that bus stop. Y'all was always going places. You was always spending time with them. And I was like, wow. And I'm standing there looking at this grown man, whom, which I'm like, wait a minute. Is he about to kill me? It was that kind of moment. I'm serious. It was that. It was that moment, and, and he had to say to his partners, his posse, "Hold up! I know her. You don't know me, but I know you. I grew up with your girls. Went to school with your girls. You were that mom. And every time I saw him from that moment on, he called me mom, and he would tell me, "I'm still alive." And to this, and, and, and I ended up move, relocating, so I don't know where he is today. But I still run, I run into kids like that. I run into kids like that. And while I'm here today telling you don't be too generous, I didn't say don't be generous. I'm just saying don't be too generous. Have a history of being generous. You're gonna, it's going to help you get out of bed. Have a history of being kind. Have a history of doing some things unconditionally. You know, uncontrollably. But don't let it hurt you twice. Don't let it don't let it destroy you twice. You know, because sometimes generosity, you know, will you will get taken advantage of in some situations. You will get abused in some situations. Don't just don't let it happen twice. And I that ain't even mine. That's straight up Dalai Lama. <laughs> That is straight up Dolly Lama. I have a book. I bought this book uh, when we were doing the book club. And we're going to get out of here eight minutes over. Um, it's a joy. It's something about joy. It's, it's, a, it's a book compiled between the lessons of the Dolly Lama and Desmond Tutu. And in fact, I'm going to go grab the book and read a little bit. I'm going to read a little bit as I move from the bed to the couch and get started working on this, this shipping day here in the soap, soap factory. Um, 
But I'm going to go read it. But the Dalai Lama, when, when the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu were debating on forgiveness, and Desmond was saying, Desmond Tutu, the Desmond Tutu, was saying, you, you got to forgive and forgive and forgive. And the Dalai Lama was like, hold up. You forgive, but you don't let it happen again. You take yourself out of that situation. It's not about forgive and forgive and forgive. Who, who does that? Who allows that kind of abuse of themselves to happen again and again and again? That's the first rule in forgiveness. If you got to forgive something, you don't let it happen again. You just don't. Okay? I'm, I mean, you don't. Don't let them dish you twice. Who wants displeasure twice? Without remorse? Without, okay, I'm never... I'm, they're not gonna. They're not saying to you. I never did it again. I tweeted yesterday. My pizza was kind of cold and stale. It wasn't like the hot. It's like we got the best pizza place ever. It took forever to get that pizza. I'm like, and I'm pretty sure that person had umpteen thousand deliveries. And I'm like, and I've never gotten a pizza at that temperature. I've never gotten a pizza that didn't that the crust wasn't like just. Absolute heaven. In fact, I'm getting ready to eat someone for breakfast. And I tweeted, this is the first time in all the years of this being our favorite place that it's been a little dissatisfactory. And they tweeted, oh no, we don't disappoint. Give us a little feedback. Let's fix this. That kind of remorse, you're doing things again and you haven't gotten that, gotten any sense of remorse out there. You want that remorse. You want that remorse, y'all. You you want to have, one, you want to have spoken out. You don't want to be suppressing this. Well, I'm like, I'm not going to sit over here and be like, damn, that pizza wasn't right. I don't want to, I don't even have to, I don't even have to carry it any further. It's been done and dealt with. Because guess what? I'm one of those people. I speak up about something. And I know a whole lot of people be like, ooh, let's not say nothing. Ooh, let's not, don't, ooh. And then they sitting there like, wait, you got a, you got another whole nother pizza? Hey, I spoke up. I said something about it. And that's what I have done in this world. I've said something about it. And not everybody's going to have remorse. Some people are going to be like, well, got your money. Go on with it. Well, got your heart. Go on with it. Well, got your reputation. Go on with it. Well, got over on you because that's what they do. But don't let them do it twice. Don't be so generous. That they do it twice. All right, I'm not gonna be here at the 45. Although, if I stay to the 45, that'll give me three minutes, y'all, to tell y'all, you know, this is just simply how I got out of bed. Uh, I'm trying to do these more frequently now as we are in quarantine and people are, you know, sleeping rough. They're having a rough time getting rest, they're having a rough time still processing. Um, but let me tell you, there are people, there are people who have been where we are. No matter where you are, there's somebody that have been there. They may not know enough to reach back and to give you the advice, but you know that you can search for it. There's things called search engines. And whatever you are experiencing, you know, you can go on some of these platforms and search that experience. And see, you will see. Um, I promise you, you're going to see somebody that's going to tell you, here's how I got came on, came on through it. Even though they went down the wrong stream and they went on over that cliff. And if, if, if they survived, guess what? Even if they didn't survive, somebody told the story. There's answers out there to everything. In this climate, 
And yes, it may take some time figuring it out. Like I'm like this age trying to figure out like, whoa, this thing that I was doing, this thing that I've been doing about media apartheid, this woman named Madison was doing it in the video VHS days. Here I am doing it in the digital days and people still think it's odd. People call me just as crazy as much as they call her. Let me tell you. But yet they doing a doc, did a doc, did a whole documentary on her, not the people that call her crazy. I'm just saying. So listen, go out there and find the answers that you need. Don't dish yourself twice. Don't be so generous. All of that. Okay, you know that everything we do is powered by shop no powered by shopdryerbuzz.com. One thing that's coming this week, I promise you. I'm going to think about it again. <laughs> um, Leading Women will be back on on Wednesdays. We had a great show on Sunday. Um, we are now bringing on guests. If you'd like to be a guest, if you know somebody that could be a guest, you want to recommend someone to be on with us, we are now bringing guests on. Um, we want to, we want to, and I think like on Wednesdays, we're going to probably try to um, give you a full panel of four. So, um, you know, trying to fill those two spots, we'll have somebody body rotate in, um, the two o'clock we come on at one thirty. Two o'clock is a segment. Two thirty is uh, a segment. And, uh, and so definitely, definitely come on. So we also have some 15 minute, um, business segment as we get ready to try to monetize this thing. Uh, cause it is real. It is, it's twice a week, uh, at least through COVID and, and so forth. And it's just absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Myself and my co-host, Angela Stalkup. So definitely check that out. Leadingwomenweekly.com will take you to the podcast side. Uh, there is a Facebook page for it if you want to do the broadcast side, watch the videos. Or even on your fire stick, anything that is done on Facebook, you can watch on your television broadcast-wise um, on Facebook Watch app. Just like I'm telling you about all these other apps. If you want to do that lean back, you can definitely do that. And so we're, we're getting ready to come up with the Leading Women uh, t-shirts. Um, again, additionally, to help monetize what we're doing. Um, and, and what else? What else? Oh, shop by New Soap's coming. New Soap's coming online this week. Uh, as it is shipping day after shipping day, we then after we ship out the current inventory and ship and orders, then we announce new soaps. Uh, Tuesdays is two dollars off. Tuesdays, twenty dollar Tuesdays. There's a there's a lot of opportunities, a lot of a lot of a lot of great deals coming up. And I say that because today is Monday, which means the midnight tonight. The Tuesday specials will start. So if you've got something in your cart, you've been waiting to to Tuesday. Open up your cart and start uh, starting at midnight tonight. You'll see two dollars off everything in there. So if you want to go put something in your cart and open it up like like Christmas, like Santa Claus came and, and slashed the prices for your two dollar Tuesdays. Uh, and so, but you gotta you gotta process your order on Tuesdays because it'll just like it went in, it'll also come out. Uh, what else? So that means like the blossoms, they're normally three ninety nine. They're a dollar ninety nine on Tuesdays, and that's the little personal soaps, the decorative soaps, if you want to call it that. Uh, to match, you want to get soaps to match your decor, um, and so forth. Or a lot of people are using them as personal hand soaps. Or you know, hey, listen, this on you. Uh, or a lot of people, this is what people are doing because they want to try different soaps. They get the blossoms as opposed to committing to the big bars, to the bars. So they get the blossoms and then you can get a peppermint and a banana and a carrot tea tree, you know, all for $1.99 on Tuesdays. 
okay and and two dollars off the bars because guess what prices are going up in fact our shipping our free shipping is going back up this week uh the threshold on that will be twenty dollars and so definitely go and go and check it out y'all we're doing some awesome things t-shirts will be the shirt t-shirt store uh is coming that'll be the that's going to be the next thing i'm working on this week because you guys really love t-shirts you really do so we'll be doing those and those will be print on demand um shirts so i'm trying to think um i think that's i i think did i tell you everything i think i did if not you know me i'll be online catch me online that's it y'all let's get out of bed if even if you don't get out if you get back in it at least get up and make it up if you're gonna be in it at least let it be a fresh bed and go ahead and process what you need to process through uh, check out a couple more episodes, you know, be, if you're going to be in bed, at least binge, binge for the bed. Uh, and I guarantee you're going to hear something that's going to motivate you, um, to move to the next level where you need to be. All right. All right. Do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.